Hey, welcome back, guys. It's October 5th. We are Joey Ortega and Kenneth Weeder. We're bringing you the JK Fantasy Football Podcast. I uh, have another episode for you guys tonight. We're going to do a Monday night recap of what the game we saw last night. Uh, we're going to do our ballers and shot callers, kind of an idea of what we uh, put together of things that we think we've done right and what we've done wrong or some of the shots that we've called and some where we made mistakes and kind of just uh, own up to ourselves, you know, what, where, uh, where we're at on the season and, you know, kind of prove to our listeners like, hey, this isn't just terrible advice or, you know, <laughs> some of the things that we see that we're like, okay, we can improve on calling out certain things like this or, um, you know, I don't know. Can you get anything to add to that? Yeah, I, I like that you called me Kenneth again. It was very formal. I, dude, I, I don't it's... know what it is about a podcast that makes me think that I have to treat you like a businessman. <laughs> but I feel businessman. like K- Kenneth Weeder is, is No, is it sounds better than Kenny Weeder. It is, it is kind of weird. Uh, but no, I, I think it has a lot to do with me just wiping the floor with you again this week oh, God. In, our, in our matchup. So it just made you feel a little bit insecure. So you could call me sir or master. We, or, we can actually yeah. brag about that. So we, uh, Kenny's <laughs> first place in that league. We play in two leagues together. No, I'm, I'm not first place. I'm, I'm oh, that's right. third. There's two he's got the, guys, but he's got the most points scored. That's right. I keep thinking that's the that. most important stat right now is most points scored. Um, and then we're, I'm also top half of that. I mean, we we both got really solid teams in that league, and yeah, it just so happened that this week I was the third highest scoring team, and Kenny was the second or first. Second. You were the second, second highest, yeah, I second would. highest scoring team. So I mean, it just I had I a good team. His was just better. So I would have been first if I heeded your advice of playing um, Lamar Jackson. But oh well. Yeah, yeah. I told you, nobody beats me like me. <laughs> I like that, man. I, th- I think we need to have a nobody beats Joey but Joey segment. <laughs> Joey um, beats all right. Joey. So we'll uh, we'll have Stephen kick it off with the news, and then we'll uh, hit the Monday Night Recap. Stephen? Hey, good evening, everyone. Yeah, so got some news updates here uh, following Monday's game. Do we not so, have a news drop? Beep, 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 nah. like that? Oh, man, I don't. I should go find one, though. That's okay. We'll we'll figure it out. Well, we'll yeah, we'll get on that. I don't get <laughs> I don't get paid enough, so you get a B for today. So uh, so Josh Gordon uh, set to make his uh, debut on Sunday. So anyone who ran out Ooh. there and immediately picked him up, <laughs> I guess you could play him. Uh, see, Mike Tomlin says that Ben Roethlisberger has a hip injury, so that's probably something to watch. It's an uh, old man injury. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What are y'all thoughts on backup quarterbacks there and uh, situations with uh, the Pittsburgh's uh, wide receivers? <laughs> we got a uh, brawl in Cleveland or a brawl in Pittsburgh, wherever they need, wherever they're playing next. Miles Garrett versus Mason Rudolph again, maybe. I don't know. Is that like I, a thing? Like, I, no, I feel like I mean, it's just it been just squashed at this head. point. He just hit him in the head with the helmet. Is all yeah. I'm just, I, um, it scares me as a Deontay Johnson owner, though. Yeah, if... if if Big Ben's not in there, not that he's been playing lights out or anything, but that team is already struggling, and he I can't imagine that. Okay. Yeah, all right. Uh, so, uh, big news here, a trade. Uh, Dolphins are sending wide receiver uh, Jakeem Grant to the Bears for a 2023 six-round draft pick. I thought you said it was big news. Yeah, I was going to say, is that oh. a starting wide receiver? I don't. I have no idea who that is. Maybe they have to replace... Helen Robinson. Jakeem Grant? You don't know Jakeem? Yes, you no, do. No, we do. We I was about to say, okay. Make it was being, being facetious. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Montgomery, so following up the, on the Bears there, uh, so Montgomery looks like he's going to miss four to five weeks uh, starting this week. So This this is big news. That right there is, that's huge. It yeah. automatically, I mean, because last, last night we were saying that running back-wise, like we, I, did we have? 
We had Damien Harris Her- as our one as we- a rental for one week. Damien Williams. So we had Damien Williams yeah. as the uh, as the number one running back pickup, but I mean, he now skyrockets to the overall. Like Dawson Knox is no longer. I mean, it doesn't matter who it is that you were going to get. Damien Williams becomes that guy. I mean, even with the paper thin offensive line that the Bears have, he's a starting running back that's going to get usage, and you expect the Bears good. to be playing. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. I mean, he's he's their future back. I don't know how much longer. He was I a mean, starting was... running back for the Chiefs before uh, he opted out for that season. That's that's why they ended up with Clyde Edwards-Elair. Mm-hmm. He's, yeah, a, man, he's, I... a, he's a serviceable player. He, he's no slouch. Where would you say you would rank uh, Fab-wise how much he's putting in on him? Yeah, I think you're looking at four to five weeks. <sighs> Depends on your team makeup. So if you're if you're thin at running back, you know, I'm, I'm willing to probably put 25% of my Fab out there. Is that too much? No, I don't think so. I was actually thinking higher. Wins. Yeah, I was thinking higher. I was thinking fifty percent. I mean, that's kind of worth it to me. You wow. get a starting running back, and it just kind of depends on where. I mean, this, like you, this early in the season, though. I mean, we're we, we're going into week five. Yeah, I mean, I know it's seventeen weeks. Yeah. I, know, I mean, I know we're, but still, yeah. I mean, he's a starting running back for the next five weeks. I mean, you get him until week ten. This, yeah, Joey makes a good point. You're you're at this point, you're kind of making your push towards playoffs because. What, what I mean, I'm in fourteen is playoffs, so you're about a third of the way two playoffs at this point and you're, you're going to yeah. have a player for that long Mo- most running well not most running backs but a lot of players get hurt and you need need these solid replacements so i mean not only that but if you're crazy. let's say you even have running backs on your roster that you're not worried about starting you're not you're not going to start williams over them you're playing keep away from your opponents too you don't mm-hmm. want them to have a running back especially the montgomery owner if he doesn't own his handcuff i mean you you i mean i hate it sucks to say it but you're you're playing keep away right like yeah well i i saw cohen he's on the PUP, so he'll be coming back eventually, and I think that hurts everybody. Whenever he comes back, he's still going to get some usage. So, I can see if uh, I, I don't think fifty percent is crazy. I, I really don't. I think if you, yeah, that's a little that's a little rich for my blood. So, congratulations on picking up Damian Williams. But all right, next up we have uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Looks like he is going to be unsure for Week Five. He's still in that concussion protocol. Uh, again, we talked about this yesterday. Depending on the severity, uh, you know, the concussion, some guys only miss a few days. Some guys miss a week or two weeks. So something to definitely monitor. And then other than that, the only other thing that's I got here for the news is Shanahan says that there's a chance that Jimmy Garoppolo could play Sunday. Um, he's not ready to rule him out due to his calf injury. But hmm. I think we're all ready to see Trey, though. Yeah, it'll be exciting if, if he gets to start, start again. Yeah. Um, so that's all I got for the news, guys. So, yeah, back to y'all. Great. Cool. So we got the Monday Night Recap. Uh, Kenny, do you want to talk about the Chargers, or do you want me to just take it? No, you, you go ahead, man. Okay. Uh, so the Chargers, I actually, so Justin Herbert, to me, is 100% leveled up in my mind. Chargers ended up winning that game, by the way. Um, I mean, what did you think overall, just from a you know football fan perspective? Man, I, he, I, he does look like a veteran out there. He, he beat the pass rush, no problem. Uh, yeah, he, he's. I didn't realize how tall of a guy he is. He he looked great. Yeah, uh, I mean Herbert, he's he's leveled up, man. I think he's he makes great plays under pressure. I felt like he had somebody in his face all night long. And even though he threw some balls like out of bounds, there was a couple deep shots that he took. And I know the, the announcers That's are gonna say like, you can't throw these balls out of bounds. There's no reason for him not to make these play, like these kinds of passes. I'm like, what the what are you talking about? There was like Max Williams was like right in his face, or uh, what was his name? The Crosby, Max Crosby. Crosby, Max Crosby was right in his face the entire time. Crosby, that other, I, yeah, Crosby was in there. I, I just 
I thought he played really, really well, and, and they took an early lead. Um, he's he's really good, dude. I, I actually really like him as a quarterback. I saw something that was uh, pretty funny on Facebook. It was uh, the Miami Dolphins sitting there <laughs> talking to themselves like, hey, guys, we really messed up by taking uh, by taking Tua instead of Herbert in the draft this year. We, we really messed up. <laughs> it was the scene from uh... – the hangover. Yeah, I just <laughs> didn't want to up. say I could I didn't feel like I could say the entire scene, but yeah, like hey, we we messed up. Um Eckler man, like Austin Eckler, he's just he's solid. He's he's, he's as, one of the best players in fantasy football. I actually agree. I mean, outside of I mean, running back wise, if you're going to draft running, running back on the season. Is he? Mhm. No. Followed by I thought yeah. Corey, I thought Patterson was. Well, they hadn't updated the numbers. If you look at if you look at it, it shows Eckler is number 18 on the ESPN app. He mm-hmm. has more – his points per game is, is a little bit higher, it, like 19.6, where Cordero, Cordero is 19.2. Oh, wow. Okay. In your face! Yeah, boy. Yeah. So, I mean, he's – dude, he's just really good. Um, I mean, if you're taking fantasy running backs this year, if you hit, could redraft knowing what you know now, obviously, I mean, like Derrick Henry, Aaron Jones, and then Eckler, I mean, is that the way it would go? I don't know. It's just it's just crazy. Yeah, he's that, maybe Chubb would have something to say, but Eckler's been better than Chubb. He, Eckler just has that – that pass catching ability and that's where he does a lot of damage whenever they throw the ball to him. Yeah, and I'm glad he did a lot of he did a lot between the tackles. He I think I remember it was like the fourth quarter when the announcer said that's his first run outside the tackles where he hit the sideline. Yeah. I mean and I'm glad you brought up the passing because he had there was three different running backs on that team, and they got used early and often. I mean, there was a lot of uh, Justin Jackson in there. I mean, a couple of other situations where they were trying to get other running backs mixed in the game. But they they had the the lead the entire game, you know? So they were up yeah. either 14 to 21 points and until that fourth quarter. It was a seven-point game. But they were still running the ball, and they were passing to him the entire time. I thought that was really interesting because most times, you know, the, player, the teams that are winning are just trying to run out the clock. Yeah. Anyways... Focus point is Austin Eckler's really good. He's, I mean, automatic start every week. Uh, Keenan Allen, he's a target hog at this game. He saw 11 targets. Uh, he caught seven receptions only for 36 yards, but I think with that kind of target share, I mean, it's these it's dud insane. games are few and yeah. far between. He's going to be fine. Like, you're starting him. If, if anything, like, I, I don't think you can buy Keenan Allen low, but if, if for whatever reason somebody's upset with them, I mean, I'd be throwing whatever they want at him, you know? I'd go out and get Keenan Allen. Our league has Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, and that was my one loss this season was to him because <laughs> they both went off. Well, that was – all right, so that brings us to the next point. Mike Williams, four targets, one reception, 11 yards. What do you think about that? Nah, I mean – yeah. So in my he, notes, he, I, he, I he had some misses for a touchdown. Like he was wide open for a touchdown, or, or he, he was open down the field a couple times. So he just got missed. For some reason, I feel like it was part of the game script to like make him a decoy, not because of injury or anything like that, but more so just because they wanted to get Jared Cook involved and kind of just be sneaky that way. Because those targets that you would usually go to Mike Williams went to Jared Cook this game. I mean, do you think I'm off on that? I'm no, just reading yeah. too much into it. Yeah, m- maybe a little bit, just because Jared Cook is is solid, and I saw. I know they interviewed Eckler before the season, and he said, "You know, who, who's who's a uh, sneaky pass catcher on the team?" He said, "Jared Cook." Yeah, I mean, he was really good last night. He, I don't know how often you can count on that kind of consistency from him, but I mean, this team is doing really well right now. So I don't, I say, you know, if you're throwing your dart at uh, tight ends, he's not a bad one to toss it at. You know, you, yeah, I expect to see the uh, Dallas, L.A. Chargers matchup again in the uh, uh, in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. That was a good game. Um, anything to add about the Chargers? 
I, I know Rashad Perryman. Or not not Perryman, uh, not Rashad Perryman, but uh, the linebacker. Denzel. But yeah, I have him on the segment of like uh, ads for later. Yeah, okay. But I mean, yeah, you can bring him up. I mean, Denzel Perryman, he was all over the field. Linebacker, he was solid. I mean, we talked about him before. Their pass rush, jo- Joey Bosa was, was in uh, Derek Carr's face all night too. So I, yeah, the Chargers is going to be a pretty salty team to have to play against. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other side of the ball, the Raiders. Uh, Derek Carr didn't have the best night. I mean, he's, I think... I think this is this is Derek Carr. I don't think that anything that he showed us last night was anything that he showed us the in the three games prior. He's he doing anything wrong. No, I don't think so. But I mean, he just didn't. He had a really good defense to contend with, and just some of those deep bombs that usually went his way didn't go his way. I mean, he's a solid flex option, but he proved to you this game why he's not an every day or every weekend uh, start for QB. Option. Yeah. What did I say? Start option. Flex. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, stream. I feel like I you did mention that he missed rugs a couple times. I need to apologize to rugs. He he's looked great this year. Yeah, I mean he's that deep threat though. I mean, what was rugs' uh, stat line? Do you know? You have that in front of you, Stephen? I don't, getting, but I can pull it up real quick. Yeah, while he's yeah. getting that, move on to Darren Waller. Um, so Darren Waller, I mean, he's a top three tight end. I don't know what else to say there. What else there is to say about him? He's gotten seven targets in the last three games. He's got two touchdowns on the season. You expect that number to keep going up? I mean, he's he's just good. Touchdown, yeah. Yeah, he's just he's just really good. I think that the most teams are kind of realizing that he is their one and only option, um, so they're kind of scheming him out. Did you notice how he was like double teamed? Their one and only om- option. They're saying third and Rimfro just like they did in college, like Rimfro. And I just apologize to Rugs. He, he's just a he is their best option, but he is definitely not their only option. So he's, yeah, I got the Rug stats right here, real quick. If you want to. Yeah, go for it. Uh, so last night he had six targets for three receptions at 60 yards. Uh, before that, last week's game against Miami, he had seven targets for four receptions at 78 yards. And then against Pittsburgh in week two, he had seven targets for five receptions and a touchdown. So, yeah, I guess not. So, I mean, not. See, he, he's getting a he's getting decent targets, and they're all deep down the field for the most part. Right. So I mean, Darren Waller, he, Waller, he just seemed like he was schemed out of this game. Defense was double covering him the entire night, and that, I think that kind of forced passes to Renfro and Rugs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's that all season. He's yeah, he's solid, dude. He, you're starting him every single week with full confidence. Uh, Josh Jacobs didn't have the best night. Um, I mean, but people who drafted him, I think that you have to expect nights like these. He's clearly the number one on the team, so I mean, you didn't have to worry about Barber. He got injured in the first quarter of the game and left. Uh, Kenyon Drake, he wasn't. I don't even. I think he was a healthy scratch. Uh, oh no, yeah, he got well, one. He he got one carry. I'm sorry, he got yeah, one say, carry no, he that game. In there. Jo- Josh Jacobs, he's he's not all the way right yet, anyways, either. I, but is he ever? Has he played a full season? I don't. He's just always kind of missing a couple games here and there. I, I just either way, I feel like if you if you drafted him, this is kind of what you can expect. He got 14 carries, which 11. He only had 11 in week one. That was the last time he played. So he's been utilized more, which is kind of surprising since they were playing from behind the whole time. Um, but he did see five receptions this game, which I thought was really, you know, that is a he's got a feather in his bag of skills. Yeah, yeah, that's a feather in his cap, man. He's he's in PPR leagues. That's all. It's an extra two and a half points for a half point PPR, which is always great. Um, I mean, he's a running back too with a running back one upside. I mean, do do you not feel like though that Josh Egg was really good last year? I kind of feel like yeah, he had he was like touchdown machine last year. Yeah, he had twelve touchdowns last year. He finished he finished with. Uh, Hundred and two hundred and fourteen points last year uh, in half PPR leagues. Uh, yeah, I feel like this guy was like really good last year. I think whoever had him just 
saw playoffs for sure. But how many rushing yards? Uh, rushing yards last year he had one thousand sixty-five. Yep, over a thousand yard rusher is always is always a solid ru- running back. But I think I think Joey's right on this though. He's he's just not looking like that same running back that uh, everyone remembers he was last year. Hmm. Yeah, I mean he's just been hurt. First first week he had a great game. Second second week not so much. But second week, yeah, he's been out. He only played week yeah. one, and then he this is his game back. Uh, Hunter Renfro, I mean, we've we've been calling it for the past, I guess, two weeks now. I don't know how many episodes it's been, but like Hunter Renfro, we've definitely said that he's somebody that you can start and pick up. Um, he's put together three weeks in a row already uh, where he's put up 10 points each. Am I, you have those in front of you, Stephen? I'm, I, I think I'm, I checked that before I, I wrote it down, but I want to be sure. <laughs> uh, what are you looking for now? What's uh, his last three weeks? Last three weeks. So in Miami, he had six targets, five receptions, 77 yards, one touchdown. Got you 13 points. Uh, week two against Pittsburgh, he has seven targets, five receptions, 57 yards uh, for five points. And then week one against Baltimore, he had nine targets, six receptions for 70 yards, and got you seven points. Mm, so no. So, uh, I mean, he, he's not somebody – you probably have better options on your team, but bye weeks are coming up, and, and you, you probably won't have better options um, as the season goes on. So he, he, he's definitely a stash. Agree, and I also just I wanted to add in like this is another reason why you should be playing IDP because that sick ass tackle, sorry, that bat, damn it, that <laughs> because of that awesome that tackle that he, awesome tackle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that awesome tackle that he had, uh, he gets a point for that in IDP leagues. It was really cool to watch. Um, all right, man, we're gonna take a little break right here, and uh, we'll come back to the next segment, the ballers and shot callers, and we can uh, kind of weigh in to see who's been the better uh, analyst so far up to this point. Ah. All right. All right, welcome back, everyone, to the JK Fantasy Podcast. Uh, so, quick uh, stat correction from the last segment. We were talking about Hunter Renfro. So, yeah, so last game against Miami, he actually had uh, six targets for five receptions, 77 yards, one touchdown. Uh, he got you 16 and a ha- 16.2 points and half-point PPR. Uh, week two against Pittsburgh, he got you 8.2. And then week one in Baltimore, he got you 10 points. So, yeah, Joey, again, uh, you're right, as much as it pains me to say that. Um <laughs> You done. You done. Did good, man. You know your. You know your stuff. <laughs> Thanks. All right, man. So we'll uh, we'll move on to the ballers and shot callers. Uh, so we, this is kind of a segment that Kenny and I wanted to put together again, just to kind of own up to where we we've messed we've messed up on the season on some of the things that we've advised you to do, and then also kind of you know take a victory lap where we where we made some good calls and we're like, hey, look, we're not complete doofuses up here, just uh, spouting off nonsense. We we kind of do our thing, and I feel like we're we're pretty on point with most of the uh, advice that we give. Hold on, I want to like pause while my neighbor say, who, re- who has res- the sick ninja out there. Jesus Christ! Hi-oh. I actually thought that was a train, and I muted Kenny, and then realized it wasn't him, <laughs> so I unmuted him. That was the worst. I've never heard that. That was terrible. For our listeners, I do live on the side of the tracks, so <laughs> the every now and then you hear a choo-choo coming by. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, let's right. do uh, ballers and shot callers. So, uh, all right. So I think Kenny I'm, said you wanted to read out mine, and I'll read yeah, out I'm, yours. I'm, I'm going to read out your calls. So these were my questions and Joey's answers, and it was Zach Moss versus Houston or Deontay Johnson versus Green Bay or Manny Sanders also versus Houston. And, uh, man, Joey takes his first win of the season. He, he finally pulled <laughs> off a win. And, uh, you, you know, this is one of those ones that had me seeing red while I was driving, and I had to remind myself, like, 
I just had my blood pressure taken, and it was extremely high. So I was like, oh, man, I was pounding the steering wheel. <laughs> I'm over here part of the reason. <laughs> you, He's literally going to put reason, me in a, gra- in a grave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I, I had to go to the doctor again. I got my blood pressure taken today, and it was, like, extremely low. So, uh, you know, there's, like, that episode of The Office where Dwight's like, I can raise and lower my blood pressure at will. <laughs> Why would you want to raise your blood pressure so I can lower it? <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I mean, uh, they both had good games, and that was why I picked this because I, I knew they both had good, you know, good potential here. And uh, yeah, Deontay Johnson, that boy, good. Did I did I end up putting him in the right order? Because I know I said Deontay Johnson, then Zach Moss, and then, then Manny Sanders. Did what? You know what Manny I, I Sanders remember. ended up doing? Steven, do you know what? Uh, he, he ended up with like 10 points. So, yeah, if that was the if that was your call, you got you got your trifecta right there. Uh, uh, Steve, we'll come back to Steven on that one. But, yeah, yeah. thanks, man. My first one. <laughs> Devonta Smith uh, versus Kansas City. And Kenny Galladay versus New Orleans. And bang, Joey's right again. Uh, I can't give him, like, you know, massive props here because he was right by, like, one yard it was 16.6 for 16.7 but devonta smith you you know i was again i was driving trying to keep track of this game on on the play-by-play on the fantasy app and i will silence my phone and so uh i was watching on the fantasy app which is because like i had a lot of players going in this in this matchup tyreek hill Oh man, it was just nice seeing him rack up the points in that one. But uh, <laughs> at, at one point, it looked like they threw a, a touchdown to Devonta Smith because all of a sudden uh, Jalen Hurts went from like twenty-six to thirty-two points, and Smith went from sixteen points to like twenty twenty-four points. So it was like a big touchdown. And oh man, I was cheering, cheering. Yes, man, I, I got this week in the bag. And then all of a sudden, it was gone. So I, I don't know if they missed on a big pass or. or uh, it was called back or what happened, but uh, Joey did get that one slightly right. That was another really close, great matchup on, on the question there. So in your face, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, I think I get a point for having another good question. Um, yeah, <laughs> you can pat yourself on the back all you want, <laughs> yeah, buddy. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> then we hey, had, uh, uh, what was that stat you wanted me to look for? Uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, what points? was his? Yeah, how many points did he finish with this week? Uh, and half point PPR, he finished with uh, ten point six. Yeah. Okay. So I guess I, I ranked them right. Yeah, that was a good, that was a good call. All right. Next up, we have Kareem Hunt at Minnesota or versus Minnesota, or Jamar Chase versus Jacksonville. And uh, Joey's right on this again. Joey from downtown. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. My my notes on this one. I I put it under the Devonta Smith, but no, it, it was another good call. Jamar Chase was you know he he had a decent game, uh, but Kareem Hunt put up another sixteen points. So. And Kareem Hunt's just been a fantastic flex play all year. If you drafted him, I'm sure you're. It's doing not often flex. you can start both running backs on one I team, know. and this I is know. one of those rare situations. And they every week you're going to be just fine. I actually I played against both of them this week, and they they I lost. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> yeah, but at least you got your picks right. Then we got uh, <laughs> Kirk Cousins or Lamar Jackson, and um, you know I didn't listen to you, and it made for. Uh, a stressful one quarter of play um, on last night's game, but you know it was another great call, man. I, I, instead of beating you by sixteen, I would have beat you by twenty six. So, yeah, there you go. I at least got Those to pretend calls, like or... I was going to win for a, for a little bit. 
<laughs> yeah, I know. I always say it stings less when you lose early in the game. Um, but yeah, so I mean, overall, I think the, on these these ballers and shot callers, I think I hit the nail on the head. And then when it comes to Kenny's picks, he said uh, Claypool versus Harris. Uh, he chose Claypool, I chose but Claypool, yeah. But he had no idea that Claypool was going to be out, so I kind of get you, give you a, a pass on this one. I mean, Claypool's injury didn't pop up until Thursday, and then he was limited, and then on Friday he was kind of doubtful, and then Saturday he was ruled out. So, I mean, uh, we only do shows from Monday through Thursday, so, I mean, it's just kind of whatever. It, it you, I'm not going to give you an L on that one. I, you um, know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the win based off what Harris did. Yeah, I, again, you were right, 3.4 points, and I was debating. I mean, and then my other option was uh, Ayuk. <laughs> and yeah, so I mean, it wasn't like my options were great the there. Uh, so yeah, David Montgomery and Miles Sanders is the next one. I mean, Kenny gets a major win on this one, a hundred percent. I was way, way off on the Miles Sanders. Um, we talked about it yesterday, how I kind of give myself a half a dub, I guess. I mean, it wouldn't have beaten David Montgomery either way, but I did predict the whole situation going the way it did, uh, over there in the Eagles. It's just way off on who it was going to go to. Um, so yeah, Kenny gets his win there with David Montgomery, uh, Jacoby versus Antonio Brown. Um, so Jacoby Myers, he had, uh, more points. Kenny said that he's not willing to take the loss here because if you watch the game, I guess Brown had two red zone plays that, uh, if he'd made those <laughs> that it would have made him win. But it, I mean, a lose is a lose, man, right? <laughs> like, I know. I mean, I know it doesn't work that way. Anyone who watched that game, I mean, Antonio break, Antonio Brown makes that play 10 times out of 10. Or eight town times out of ten because he missed twice in a row. <laughs> I mean, it, it was it was raining. The ball was wet. He didn't haul it in on a sliding out of bounds, diving. You know, barely overthrown. And the, the other one, he just plain out didn't see it. I, he must have had rain in his eyes or something. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So I guess Jacoby ended up winning that one. Uh, Bridgewater versus Burrow. Uh, yeah, that one was way off. Bridgewater ended up getting injured early in the game. I mean, it wasn't. Oh, great. It, it didn't look like he was on a pace to do really well anyways. Burrow was one of the top 10 quarterbacks this week, I want to say. He had like 35 points or he somewhere. 27 he, points in our league. Okay, so yeah, he. I mean, he just he crushed it this week. He did really well. He did better uh, than Kyler, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, now, now, yeah, I just went ahead and transitioned straight to our picks of the week. Oh, okay, our QBs. Yeah, so you, you went with Hurts. And uh, I went with Russ. They bro- both performed well. Hurts uh, had the better game, but we we both actually picked him before we looked at our notes. And, and I went ahead and pivoted. I just kind of looked at, you know, who who uh, um, Russ was playing against, what? and and he had a, he had a decent game. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I think we both did pretty well. I'm going to pat ourselves on the back. Uh, right. Running backs went with uh, Carson and Jonathan Taylor tailback. Carson was a major letdown if you played him, and Jonathan Taylor put up a really nice game. I think he had like 17.7 in our league, um, just depending on your scoring format. But in- anytime you're pushing 20, you're going to be happy with that. Yeah, I mean, Carson was a huge letdown. That was a big, big bust in my mind this week. That He's was had unexpected. Three, he had three solid weeks behind him, and then he goes up against a soft run defense, and he just puts up a complete dud. That one, I don't know. Something's going on in that uh, backfield, um, and we talked about it yesterday in some of the waiver ads. But yeah, I just I'm not really sure what to do with the whole Alex Collins situation. Uh, yeah, uh, that one's a little bit iffy for me as well. Um, then then our for wide receivers we went with Cooper and OBJ. We talked about it yesterday. OBJ sucks, man. I, I, I'm 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 over it until he shows me otherwise because he hasn't shown anything since he left the Giants. And you know I I don't know if we're both going to take a loss because nobody's 
nobody was going to start Coop. N- nobody was going to not start Amari Cooper. And, uh, you know, he, he had a touchdown that kind of saved him. Uh, 14.4. He had a solid game, so I, I guess I can't take take it away. But who, I don't know who benched Amari Cooper in their league. Yeah, I guess you, I mean, so you said that earlier, and I never really considered it. I mean, when it comes to starts of the week, I never really thought, like, all right, I should pick somebody that they're debating on starting or not. I just thought it was a tough matchup. I mean, like, they weren't, and uh, there's a lot of options in um, in Dallas, I mean, to throw to. I just, for whatever reason, I, I mean, we, whenever we gave our starts of the week, I listed out why I thought he was going to do well. It and was I was. Time. It was, I mean, and it worked out. I mean, obviously, Kenny's right. I think that touchdown, you take it away, and it's a completely different game, but he scored the touchdown. It was scary early on. He was injured, and I think he missed, like, the first quarter of the game, but he came back. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I, I'm, I'm happy about that pick. It was, it was my, it was my, uh, from left field throw, because I, I mean, there were several. My original one was actually going to be Scary Terry. And then I was like, man, that's just too easy. I feel like that's... No, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with t- picking those number one guys, but they have to be a top 10 top ten play that, that week. Yeah, and, you're right. You know, so I guess... That's, that's why I didn't give you the win, the, the W that's on fine. that one. That's fine. Uh, ne- next up, we had uh, Noah Fant and Darren Waller. Uh, they scored 14 and 13.6. So I'm going to give Joey the win here because, of course, you're starting Waller. Um, Fant... Fant had a matchup against Baltimore, who's, you know, a perennially good defense. So good call on that, man. And then uh, kickers, we had, I know his name's not Lance Bass, but Lance Bass versus um, Crosby. And it was a big week for kickers, except for the one I played against you, who got me one. One point. Yeah, (laughs) he had a nice PAT for you. you, But, yeah, Bass had 16. Crosby had nine. Um, Yay. Hey, uh, quick news update, just breaking news. Um, Chris Carson is a, does, not, does not practice on Tuesday because of a neck injury. I wonder, I mean, that has I to have feeling, something. I, I thought he got had something happen to him in that game. I didn't see him leave the game. I mean, I feel like I feel like he, he got, I remember seeing him get hurt or, you know, like he went down and he like trotted off the field for a couple of plays, but he came back in and played. Yeah. I guess he's just really sore, but maybe that had something to do with why Alex Collins came in a little bit. I'm I don't sure know. they're managing his load. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and we've talked about that's it. That's what 17. she said. <laughs> I was going to say a tremendous load. <laughs> <laughs> hey, also, uh, that's a Thursday night game, too. I don't know if you said that, Joey. I might have missed that, but. No, I didn't. Ooh. So he's playing on Thursday, huh? Yeah. Okay. Oh, Definitely bye, need to monitor bye, that. Bye bye. Get Alex Collins. Bye bye bye. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> My integrity just got questioned, and I definitely just lost. <laughs> <laughs> if you wouldn't have said anything, you would have gotten away with it. <laughs> no, I'm glad I did. All right, so um, yeah, I mean, your kicker beat me. I honestly, sure. if the if this podcast doesn't know it yet, I don't like kickers. I think they suck. It's just a completely useless position to me. I'd rather have a flex. But yeah, I mean, when it comes to Kenny's pick, he had the right kicker, and I had an okay kicker. I guess nine points isn't going to break your week. Kickers are very important in the game of football. I don't know why you want to take them out of. Because fantasy so. football isn't football. I mean, it's it, fantasy. It, Just stop. We're not going to. I'm glad you're here to tell us these things. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, Joey. Anyways. You're welcome. Any, anyways. <laughs> moving on to the listener questions. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let Joey take over some of these, but I do want to preface this with um, th- these were sent into our Instagram and. Uh, Stuart, he's a perennial beater of Joey, so he he's fine to answer these questions. He's actually the one who uh, uh, he answered them in real time, so you don't didn't have to wait until we put you on your on the show. But we did want to kind of share some of these questions with y'all, and and please, please, please send in questions. We love having this segment. Um, 
So, you know, if you have somebody sending you a trade offer that you're like, mm, you know, is this good or do I, you know, am I too, just too high on my players or, you know, what, what do you think? We love, we love diving into the trades or diving into stardom sit or, or, you know, rat nest situations. Um, yeah, and, I agree. And, Kenny's yeah. right. We, uh, we definitely want to hear more of your questions. We want to get the listeners involved as much as possible in this show. Um, so hundred percent, but yeah. just real to touch on the, the perennial beater of Joey who won the <laughs> league last year. Stewart. So didn't he beat you? Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to clarify that it's not just me that he's a he perennial beater of. All right. <laughs> just going to go ahead and just throw Joey under the bus here. You. Shut up. Yeah, Whatever. I've beaten him yet. I'm pretty sure I have, but it doesn't I matter. I may or it may not have. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Quit uh, defending yourself. All right. So this first one is a trade proposal from our listener, Soph. And uh, she had, this was offered to her, Devontae Parker, Sony Michelle, and CEH. She would be giving away Antonio Brown, Nelson Aguilar, and Kareem Hunt. Um, this, this was Stewart's response. He, he basically just told her, on the surface, I would say no as well. Obviously saying to decline trade. I would say no as well. Obviously it's dependent on, on the rest of your roster. Um, where you have gaps, but just so I'm understanding correctly, he, he was wanting to know who was getting what. But um, he, he he agreed with, I think, Joey and myself that we would have declined this trade as of prior to last week's game. And, um, you know, we, we answered it on Instagram already, but after Sunday's matchup, I, I wanted to go ahead and feel in, feel, uh, weigh in on this a little bit. So I think Nelson Aguilar and Sony Michelle, is, they're, they're both, like, I think they're droppable. It, it's fine if... if if I saw him on the waivers, I, I wouldn't even blink an eye at Sony Michelle at this point. Nelson Aguilar may be in a great matchup, but you know I, I don't think he's of, of any consequence at this point. So uh, I, I am coming around on Ceh at this point. He has had two good games in a row. Um, I I don't know. I think the mo of the Chiefs is just to air the ball out. He they have too much fun throwing the ball, and they have too many good weapons, especially now with uh, Josh Gordon, who is who. Uh, Travis Kelsey compared to DK Metcalf. Like I, I'm excited to see this team. They're they're really fun to watch. I think they're everybody's probably favorite team to to watch play offense. Um, so yeah, the, uh, you you know my feelings on Antonio Brown. I'm really high on him. He's actually the most targeted wide receiver on that team since jo- since joining the roster. Uh, I I don't know if we've made that known until today, but um, I actually didn't so, know that. Yeah, so he's Kareem the Hunt, most targeted com- uh, receiver on that is. team. He is, man. Huh. Um, so yeah, just kind of let that sink in. He almost had a TD, just like we said. Uh, it it, it kind of comes down to if you like Kareem Hunt, who is the second running back, but is doing just fine, or if you believe in the upside of Ceh. Um, so, I, you know, I, I would hate to lose Antonio Brown with Kareem Hunt, but CEH, I, I do believe CEH has the higher upside if, if they start relying on the run a little bit more. But like I said, they're, they're a pass-heavy team. Um, Devontae Parker, I, I don't like him much. So I, I think I would still I would still stick with Kareem Hunt and uh, Antonio Brown, but it's a little bit closer than it was pre-week four. What do you think, man? Wait, did, no. you, say, did you say Antonio Brown was the most targeted on the Tampa Bay? I I, sw- I was yeah. gonna say I was gonna call you out. I didn't. I think it's Chris Godwin, but go ahead. That's what, no, it's, that's what the it's Mike Evans. Mike Evans has thirty-seven targets through four weeks since since he joined the team last year. Oh, oh, 
And, and, and this was prior to last night's game, uh, or, or last week's game, because that's what the announcer said during the game. And I was like, oh, that's a good point. Oh. Okay, oh. then. All right. Um, anyway, so yeah, uh, I, I honestly, I think I stick with no. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a, I'm a huge CEH believer. I've been saying it since the beginning. I've drafted him in every league I have. Um, but you were not se- I Anyways, you, you said he, I was, wasn't, he was benched until further notice. <laughs> I, I said I'm a believer in him. I've always liked the talent. I just, but you're right. He hadn't shown it to me. And so I was at this point, I was like, I'm willing to bench him. You're absolutely right. I did say that. But I mean, as far as like I'm trading him away for nothing... Arguing. I was gonna say for for trading him away for nothing, I wasn't gonna do that. I mean, you, at one point you were saying Gaskin was better than him, and I was vehemently against that. Anyways, the point is, is I, I I don't think I would give up Antonio Brown and Kareem Hunt to get Ceh because those are the, those are the only three pieces in that entire trade that matter to me. I think Devontae Parker and Sony Michelle for whatever reason are like toss ins. Sony Michelle only has value whenever uh, Daryl Henderson is isn't playing, and as of right now, that's not the case. So, yeah, I mean, uh, it's a decline for me. It's not very close. Um, I mean, it, again, it depends on roster management. But even then, I would still say, like, I would rather start Kareem Hunt and have Antonio Brown on the bench or vice versa, whoever is in the flex, than have CEH, if that makes sense. Joey's more eloquent than I am. He, he put it best. <laughs> Nerd alert! <laughs> and Austin Powers agrees that some... Who, who's the nerd here in this situation, Stephen? Uh, Joey. Okay, good. Good, I agree. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Good good work. Uh, All right, man, we can move on to the next one. I'll read it out and you go ahead and answer it. Um, The question was, worried about Carolina's offense with McCaffrey gone from uh, from our listener, Mike. Oh, okay. Take Uh, it away, Kenneth. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Stuart answered this one as well in real time, so you don't have to sit here and wait for the show. But Hubbard was decent enough in CMC's absent last week, uh, week three. (laughs) Week four. Well, he he is referring to week three. Uh, Even though it was against the Texans, Darnold has been a lot better since being with the Panthers, so I don't think he will fall off that much. They will likely lean more in the passing game where Darnold has a fair amount of weapons. And I'm going to pat myself on the back because that's the best I've ever read out loud. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I may have been touched when it comes to reading, so yeah, thank you. Uh, Again, I agree with Stuart and, you know, with the game in the bag, the the Cowboys took out from from what I he, from what I hear because I I didn't get to watch the whole thing again. I was traveling. I watched kind of the first part of the game. DJ Moore was thrown to a lot. He was putting up a good stat line. But then they took Trayvon Diggs out to kind of manage his load once they kind of had the the game at hand. And then he had a really big touchdown after that. But I mean, from what I've seen all, every week, Sam Darnold's throwing the ball around. They have weapons on that team. Um, Hubbard DJ was, Moore is a stud. He is a stud, man. I am so glad I nabbed him in the Tin Man League. Uh, I have never been big on DJ Moore, and and, and this year he's finally kind of having his like major breakout. He he's always been a good player. He, I mean, don't don't get me wrong. He, he's always been a starter, but he he's been a lot more hit or miss in the past. And there was a and, post on Reddit. Did you see it? I shared it in our group chat. But basically, there was, somebody was comparing uh, mm-hmm. Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs to um, Darnold and. Uh, what am, can I not read now? <laughs> it's okay, it <laughs> to, happens to us all. <laughs> dude, to Darnold and uh, the receiver we were just talking Diggs. about. D- no. Okay. DJ Moore? DJ Moore, thank you. <laughs> Take two. It's, it's on the paper. I'm like <laughs> we, looking at this, I'm like, had, what are you looking at? Uh, is Josh Allen and Diggs versus DJ Moore and, and Darnold. Correct. Is, yeah. 
So that's what yes. I was saying. It's like it was a it was a crazy stat, and I think it's actually pretty accurate. So yeah, um, Sam Darnold did, uh, and DJ Moore they're they're gonna have a great season. I think that they're gonna continue to do it as long as they stay healthy. He's got him a go to in the on that team. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. I mean, just my my other input on on this is uh, Chuba Hubbard thirteen for fifty seven and two two targets for two catches on fourteen yards. He he didn't have a t- TD. Uh, he still ended up with with over eight points. So you know, if you're not going to get a touchdown, you're you're playing a backup court, uh, running back. That's you know, I, I, I'm gonna if I have Hubbard, I'm I'm playing him until uh, CMC comes back, and and I'm gonna be happy playing him. What what do you have any contradictory thoughts on that? Um, there was just a couple of other running backs that were also in the game. Yeah, not yeah, but they weren't used much. Hubbard no. was, was Hubbard the was guy. the lead guy, but I just. I mean, there's nobody that can compare to CMC. I just don't. I, I think you're disappointed with Hubbard if you had spent a lot of fab to get him. Oh, I, I, I think you had to manage expectations before you got him. Like you're not getting CMC 2.0 or anything. It, it's it, he, he's a backup. There's a reason he's not a starter. He's, Agreed. Yeah, yeah, he's not CMC. But yeah, uh, good, good job answering those. What we think is correct, correctly, Stuart and. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. So uh, we'll move on to our notable waiver ads. We probably should have moved this to the top of the, the segment just because that's when we were talking about them. But the notable waiver ads from Monday night's game, it's an IDP. These are only two IDP options that I uh, I saw. Everybody else should either be owned or we talked about them enough that if you're in a deeper league, you already own these people. Um, but for IDP-wise, Denzel Perryman, he was an, a linebacker for the Chargers. He was all over the field. He uh, looked really good. He's, he's 100% snap kind of a, a linebacker. So uh, keep your eye on him if he's available. Definitely pick him up and add him. Corey Littleton, the linebacker on uh, the Steelers, he's actually he's put together three out of four good weeks. Um, I mean, in the, the past two, he's done really well. He's somebody that I'm keeping an eye on personally, and I think you should as well. Um, he was yeah. the number one linebacker one year whenever he was on the Rams. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's really he's good, not, dude. Yeah. And he's also a 100% snap guy. And that's when, when linebackers, that's what I care about, how, how often they're on the field and then just the defense itself. But, yeah, I mean, these, both of these guys, they were, they were solid. Hey, uh, yeah. Corey Littleton's on uh, Las Vegas. Uh, you said Pittsburgh. Just clarification there. I said oh, Raiders. yeah. Good, good call. I said Raiders, didn't I? No, you said Steelers. I think we might, might have. Okay. Well, it's the Raiders. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> How uh, dare meant, you say that, Steven? <laughs> I, I meant from last night's game. I, I, anyways, yeah. Um, the Raiders, you're Steelers, right. Steelers, Raiders, they both are... Is that, is that they mean? both have hard think. R's in their name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to go ahead and end the show there before it goes any further. Um, yeah, so it's been real, man. I've had a lot of fun. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Right, oh, before we before we completely end, like and share uh, oh, okay. on Facebook, a JK Fantasy Football Podcast on Instagram. Send us your questions. We'd love to see, love to talk to you guys. Love to get to know y'all a little bit more. And then uh, like and share us on Spotify or any whatever platform you listen to podcasts on. Yeah, if if you have if you have questions you want us to feature on air, if you have our uh, cell phones, just text us or uh, re- really we prefer if you if you hit us on Instagram or Facebook or something like that. But um, yeah, just get us to it, get it to us any way you can. Yep. All right, guys. Thanks again. See you guys tomorrow. We'll take what we can get. All right. Love y'all. Bye. <laughs>